patients and families are Stoughton Hospital's number one priority. To provide trusted health information to our patients and community, we present Stoughton Hospital Health Talk with Melanie Cole. Do you have a picky eater? Have you thought of everything to try and get your child to eat healthy foods? Well, we have a lot of tips that you probably haven't thought of. My guest today is Autumn Cumlin. She's a registered dietitian nutritionist at Stoughton Hospital. Welcome to the show, Autumn. So tell us about picky eaters. What are we supposed to do if you have a child that just won't eat their vegetables? Okay. Well, basically, being a picky eater, that can be quite of a natural state for young children. You know, it's a instinctive desire for sweet and salty foods where we have kind of an instinctive aversion to sour and bitter taste. You know, if we thought, think that's left over from caveman days, so they wouldn't go wander off and nibble on poisonous plants and berries. So totally not their fault, but um, we need to find ways to get these picky eaters to eat more fruits and vegetables. So there's lots of things you can do. Um, one of the biggest things to do is patience. Um, a lot of times parents will try different fruits and vegetables and at the first introduction, the child turns their nose up and they clearly show that they are not interested, do not like it, and then the parent never shows them that food again or serves that food again. So that child has never experienced it as their taste buds have been changing and seeing that introduction more than once. So studies show that it can take up to a dozen introductions of the same exact food before a child will accept that new food. So being really conscious of that and being patient and just showing it in many different ways, um, presenting it in different ways in which they might enjoy it. Um, Also, you know, being careful of statements that you make of um, when they're trying different foods, um, you know, not being a a reward system. So not saying, well, if you eat all your vegetables, you're going to get dessert. You know, that associates with um, overeating. So you want to make sure that you give them opportunity and options. You know, um, it's parents' responsibility to buy the food, cook the food, serve the food, um, and serve regular meals and have healthy options available. But it's the child's uh, uh, decision and it's their um, goal and job to choose how much and when they're going to eat. So a lot of parents get really nervous with that when kids go on food jags and they only want to eat one food for a very long period of time and they eat it for a long period of time until one day they won't eat it any longer at all. So you shouldn't get too nervous about that. Um, It will kind of work itself out. But while you are having them enjoy the food that they typically are always requesting, you want to be introducing some of these other foods, um, fruits and vegetables that maybe they are less familiar with to get them to try them. So those are just some quick ones right away to think about. Another thing is leading by example. Children are not going to eat fruits and vegetables if you are not showing them that you're eating them. You know, they're very um, into copycatting and they like to follow what parents do, especially toddlers. You know, toddlers are very busy. They um, don't want to sit very long. So you need to make sure that um, there's a lot of their familiar foods as well as introduction of a new food in with that familiar food to get them to eat that uh, new new food. Um, Other things is, you know, spending time with them, having them help you pick out the fruits and vegetables in the grocery store, Um, If they're able and a little bit older than a toddler, they might be able to even help you um, in the kitchen with the food preparation. So when children are involved in the picking of the food and the cooking of the food, they're more apt to to, um, try the food. 
I think that's um, a great point, Autumn. Really, if you get your children involved in planting the seeds in the garden, helping you pull those vegetables from the garden or choose them at the grocery store, and then say, let's prepare this together, they're more likely to try that. So it's so important that you point out parents as role models, because I bet as a registered dietitian nutritionist, you see parents who say they won't eat this, but that parent themselves don't don't like those. Yes. And Very so the true. parents have to be that really, really good role model. So give us some more. Okay. Um, so other things are, you know, a lot of times we do have these picky eaters, and we need to think about um, making them more adventuresome. So even trying new restaurants and different restaurants that can turn your picky eater into more of a foodie and getting them to experience other than just your traditional Mexican and Italian cuisine, but trying other foods out there um, that um, they maybe have never experienced. Uh, and then keeping in mind, Children's taste buds, they change all the time. You know, one thing we use in our house is try it because today might be the day you like it. And then they try it, and if they still don't like it, that's okay. We'll, we'll try it again another time. You know, maybe we'll try it cooked versus raw um, or try a vegetable with a dip instead of just plain. So there's different ways to get them interested that way. Um, other things to get picky eaters more involved in eating and um, eating more appropriately is to make their meals and their foods toddler-friendly. You know, we think about putting them in a big high chair and their feet are dangling and they might not be the most comfortable, but bringing things down to their level, having a small table and chairs, having plates and cups and silverware that is more kid-friendly their size for their little small hands. So doing those types of things, turning down TV and loud music and um, loud conversation, because especially toddlers, they're very distracted buy all of that and so they'll spend less time eating and if it's quieter they will tend to eat more other things are make it interesting make it fun you can use um cookie cutters to cut almost anything into fun shapes and try to vary the color and make sure that you have not just one color scheme on their plate but that you have multiple color schemes on there to keep them interested some other things that you can do has to do with um Parents try to hide food, hide vegetables in the cooking to get children to eat it. And so the question is, is that a good thing to do or not? Well, it can be beneficial to give them some extra stuff, but they also need to see that food in its true form because if it's always hidden, they really haven't gotten an opportunity to explore that food and learn what it really tastes like and to become familiar with it. So it's okay to sneak carrot shreds into your um, meatloaf or um, into your tomato sauce, your spaghetti sauce, but serving it as well on the side and trying some of those sweeter ones initially, even carrots and sweet potatoes um, are usually more accepted by children because of the sweet taste that they have. So not always hiding it, but also encouraging them in the other ways of seeing the real food. Autumn, what do you say to parents who say, well, I, I make a separate meal because they just won't eat the lasagna that I make, or they only like their noodles plain, you know, no butter, no olive oil on them, so I just make them a separate meal when, that I make everybody else. What do you tell those parents? Okay, and that's something that um, I always caution against doing. That's kind of a big, big red flag there. You don't want to be a short order cook. Um, if children um, are hungry enough, they will eat. And I think a lot of parents freak out before they should in terms of thinking that, oh, if I don't feed them what they really want, then they're going to go hungry. Well, they won't. And eventually they will give in and realize that there are other foods that they like. But it's Presenting, again, maybe an option that they do really enjoy, um, like a vegetable or a fruit that they do enjoy, along with something that's new. So there's a familiar food with that new food, but not um, setting 
yourself up for having the expectation that they're always going to want you to prepare a second meal for them. So if they're hungry enough, they will eat. So just making the eating environment um, very pleasant for them and relaxed so that they are more apt to try and don't be afraid they're not going to starve. And do we let our kids say yuck? Or if they look at somebody else's food, our school had a policy, don't yuck my yum. Don't say that another kid's food looks yucky to you. So if you're sitting at the dinner table and your child turns their nose up or makes some comment, do we put up with that? I would say probably not, but I would try to encourage the child to come up with another, maybe a more descriptive word. You know, what about it, you know, either does look appealing, maybe be more on the positive, or what looks appealing about that food, or more specifically, um, since you haven't tasted it, you know, what what do you think you would dislike about it, and maybe talk about that, and find out that, well, I don't like cooked vegetables. Well, okay, well, maybe they like it raw, but yeah, it's not a good idea to to do that, and I think that's a very good policy. Don't yuck someone else's yum. I've not heard of that, but I think that's um, important to realize that people have different tastes and different food preferences, and that's okay. We all don't have to eat the same things, and all our taste buds are different in terms of what we enjoy. It's great advice. And just the last minute, Autumn, if you would, give your best advice to parents with picky eaters and getting those kids really to try a wide variety of foods because research does show that the wider variety, the healthier choices that children are more likely to make and take into their adulthood. So give your best advice and why they should come to Stoughton Hospital for some good nutrition advice. Well, I think it's very important to get the colors. Think about the rainbow. When you are planning your meals or your kids' meals, you know, not staying with one color, making it very drab, but very colorful. We know no two fruits and vegetables have the same nutrients, so we need to get variety out there, whether it be fresh and frozen or cooked or raw, um, however you're going to choose to eat it, but getting it variety all the time. You know, studies do show that kids do pretty well. They may not look on a day-to-day basis like they do, but over a week's time, usually their their intake is pretty good, especially, you know, some of our toddlers. Um, but it's trying to encourage them to get that variety. Think about the plate model. You know, their plate divided into four. You've got your fruits and vegetables and you've got your grain and you've got your meat. So they're getting all those major food groups and the side of milk or dairy products as well and getting all that nutrition because, again, they're they're not going to get it all from one one food source. So they need to really vary it up and make sure that they're exploring and trying different foods that they've maybe never had before, um, as well as with their comfort foods. Thank you so much for such great information. You're listening to Stoughton Hospital Health Talk. And for more information, you can go to stoughtonhospital.com. That's stoughtonhospital.com. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.